Welcome back. This is Survived. With Sophie. And Lexi. We started telling our survive stories in college and we're moving on to bring you guys more. Through many different topics. And this week is Survived a Ghost Week. Part 6. And to add to that spookiness... It's raining where I am, so it's gloomy and spooky outside, setting the mood. Oh, we have smoke. Oh, yeah, from all the air quality, the bad air quality. Yeah, like, we're right in the middle of it. Um, We have purple. Purple is the highest, like, the poorest air quality that you could possibly have. That's where we're at right now. Oh, goodness. Like, you can't even, like, see... Down the road. Like, I went out to the horse today to go check on her. Couldn't even see her at the bottom of the pasture. That's how much smoke there is. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. I know it's not that bad where I live, but it is... It's getting worse. You guys are probably going to get day. it. Yeah, you're going to get it. Where yeah. we're at from us, probably. So, we have the mood set with all of the weather outside and we are on is this part six already yep wow part six of survived a ghost and to be honest this is like my favorite part of the podcast these are my favorite episodes it's like not like that we don't like the rest of the episodes it's just that these kind of just like lighten up the mood yes with spookiness Spooky. Yeah. And what is the topic for this week again, Lexi? I think we might have mentioned it a couple weeks ago, just as a little, you know, hint, hint. We're getting in a plane and we're going to England. Yes. And France. We're going to go across the pond. Yep. And we're going to... Go to some castles. Yes. And funny enough, I think we've mentioned this a million times, but me and Lexi recently have not been telling each other what topics we're going to cover. And we ironically picked both picked castles this week. So we were just trying to pick something over on the other side, not in North America um, or South America. Or Canada or anywhere on this side of the pond. We wanted to go to the other side. (laughs) But we ironically both picked castles. So this is going to be a fun, spooky castle episode for everyone. I feel like life's just picked up a lot for the both of us lately. And so we're trying to all juggle that. So it's like we both know if we have like a stressful week. So it's like, oh, hey, Sophie, could you write the the script this week? Yeah. Hey, Lexi, could you do it this week? Yeah. Because it's like being in your 20s is, it's a lot. I feel like there's a wedding every weekend. Mm -hmm. Or a baby shower. Or some type of shower. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or something going on with somebody else. Yeah. It is crazy nowadays. Did anyone hear that thunder? Oh, that's what that was? I yeah. thought it was a ghost making its presence. 
though we're gonna have some thunder in the background just for some ambiance in this spooky story Ooh. okay gotta light some candles turn all the lights off Alrighty. are you ready to jump in lexi i am if you are i am buckle in here we go Alrighty. <laughs> so we are going our first castle is called chillingham castle it is in i'm going to butcher this name because i said i wasn't going to say it, but i'm going to say it it is in northern northern northumberland england yes i think <laughs> that did not go well i'm so sorry but um if anybody knows how to properly say it please dm us or tell us or something anyways so the castle was originally built in the late 12th century so this is so cool like the fact that it's still standing today okay i just think that's so cool and in 1298 this is where king edward the first stayed on his way to scotland to battle the scottish army which was led by william wallace the castle occupied a strategic important location in the medieval times Hmm. so it was located um, on the border between two feuding nations and it was used as a staging post for english armies entering scotland but it was also repeatedly attacked and sieged by scottish armies this site contained a moat and and some other um, locations fortifications that were 12 feet thick so basically it was really hard to penetrate this castle but uh it yeah it like it it's a you're gonna have to google it because it's look at some pictures yeah look at some pictures because the coolest part about this castle is you can still stay there today you can rent a room and you can stay the night or you can take a ghost tour whatever you prefer but i wouldn't recommend staying the night (laughs) well they have like rooms it's like they have a bed and breakfast in it like it's Ooh. so cool. You can walk like the gardens. They have some wild, they have some cattle there, which I will talk to you guys about later because I'm really excited to talk to you guys about that. But <laughs> to get into the ghosts, several ghosts are known to wander the castle. The most famous one is called the Radiant Boy, which is a child who was seen in the castle's pink room whose heart cries for fear and pain through the corridors upon the stroke of midnight. In the past, cries always seem to come from a spot near where a passage is cut through the 10-foot thick wall adjoining into the tower. As they faded away, a bright halo of light would appear and the figure of a young boy dressed in blue would approach those who were sleeping in that room. Wow. Just wait, because this part gets goofy. So later on, when they were kind of doing some renovations on the castle, I mean, it's an old castle, so you got to kind of keep up with it. The bones of a child surrounded by decaying fragments of blue cloth 
were found behind that wall. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. So people reported a little boy dressed in blue. And later on, when they were doing, like, stuff with the bed and breakfast, when it changed hands and stuff, they found the bones of a little boy. Oh, my goodness. I That gave me chills when I was writing this. I was yeah. Like, oh, my goodness. So they were, they gave the little boy a Christian burial. And after that, the radiant boy was seen, never seen again. Hmm. That was until... Sir Humphrey began letting people back into the room. Some guests would complain of a blue flash that shoots out of the wall into another wall quickly in the dead of night. They thought it was an electrical fault, but Sir Uh Humphrey... (laughs) (laughs) Sir Humphrey was quick to point out that there are no electrical wiring in that part of the wall. (laughs) And, yeah, if, so they gave him a burial, so he was put to rest. And that's probably what his spirit needed, mm-hmm. was to be put to rest. But as soon as people started sleeping in his room again, he was probably like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> like, hey, knocking that off. So another soul that is not really seen a whole lot, but she does wander the castle is the spirit of lady berkeley wife of lord gray whose husband ran off with her sister lady henrietta oh all these names are so pretty (laughs) they're so like uh what is that called old time old i don't know um vintage yeah something like that Um, So Lady Berkeley was abandoned at the castle with her only baby daughter for company. The rustle of her dress is sometimes heard as she inevitably sweeps along the the corridors, rambling, searching for her husband and leaving a cold chill, not to mention an unsettled witness in her ghostly wake. Ooh. That's going to be awful. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, having your husband run off with your sister? Yeah, that's terrible. I would be haunting the place up, too. <laughs> yeah, I would I don't never blame let her. anybody rest. Yeah, I don't blame her. Nope. So, um, those are the only two ghosts, but the reason why it... There's only two ghosts. And I was just going to add, um, I feel like I've heard about this castle before in maybe a different podcast or a different place I've read it. Um, I think so, too, because when I was writing this, it sounded so familiar, but I couldn't yeah. find. Because I remember the pink room and the little boy story. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember where it's from. Yeah. So I'm sorry that we can't give credit where credit is due right now. Nope. But (laughs) we did not stumble across this on a podcast. It was, I found it on, I typed in 
top 10 most haunted campuses <laughs> in England. And it was um, the second I think one. this is, yeah, I think this is, like, one of the top, like, really haunted. Yeah, because the little boy and the girl are very active. Like, people, um, and they go on ghost tours. Mm-hmm. Always see them and, like, stay there and whatnot because it is a, it is a bed and breakfast now. Um, so yeah, you can go on ghost tours, uh, and they have them pretty much every day. That's cool, though. So my favorite part about this whole castle (laughs) is, I just think this is such an interesting fact. So fun fact, they have the only wild cattle breed in the world that has never been domesticated. Like, no strain of this cattle has ever been domesticated. Wow. That is pretty cool. Yeah. So they stay on the grounds. They're kind of just, like, fenced in. And, like, on the grounds areas, there's hundreds of acres, so they keep them over there. But um, they were once sacred, and pre-Christian pagans sacrificed them to their gods. Hmm. But when it wasn't back in that day... This in today's, this herd both is defended and feeds the castle. These animals are still potentially dangerous and can only be visited with the warren, who will take you as close as possible and explain their history and their way of life. And this is more endangered than any panda, mountain gorilla, or any other simply wild cattle in the world. Because the wild cattle that, like, you see out in, like, Texas and stuff, like, they've been somewhat domesticated. Yeah. Where this herd has never had new, it's been the same lineage for the last, like, thousand years. And I think that's just so cool. Yeah. That is really cool, actually. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. And I started reading about it. And I'm like, ah. They got some cool cows over there. They're white, by the way. Ooh. They're white and have really long horns. That is cool. Yeah. Awesome. So, Sophie, where are we going for your castle? Well, we're going to get on the plane again, but just hop on over. Maybe we could drive. I don't know. I'm not looking at a map right now. And I've never been to the other side. um, So I wouldn't know how to get around over there. But we're going to hop over to France. And we are going to go to the Chateau de Brissac in France. And just for geography context, if you're looking at France and you know where Paris is, it's like northwest a little bit of um, (laughs) Paris-ish. That's the best I can do for geography um, for our listeners here. But that's what we are going to be talking about. So, this hauntingly beautiful castle has leaf gold ceilings and very, very beautiful furniture inside. But it all hides a dark secret that we're going to be talking about. So, the legend has it that the castle saw a double murder during the 15th century. Oh my gosh, the thunder just rumbled. That was perfect timing. (laughs) As you set the moon. An unfaithful wife by the name of Charlotte de Bries. De Bress? De Bries? 
you know, I'm not too sure on how the pronunciation works. I did take four years of French, but, you know, that was back in high school. (laughs) So, and her romantic partner killed by her husband. So the woman still wanders the castle today, forever stuck after her untimely death. She is known as La Dame Vert, the lady in green, or the la- the green lady, because she has a green gown on and is often spotted in the tower room of the chapel. Woo, spooky. Okay, so bringing it back a little bit, we're going to do a little history of the Chateau de Brissac. So this is known as the tallest castle in France. And the Chateau de Brissac is said to have originally built as a castle by the Counts of Anjour during the 11th century. And then during the 15th century, the Chateau was rebuilt into kind of like a fort structure by one of Charles... I don't know Roman numerals. Which Charles is this? Charles Seventh, Seventh, Charles the Seventh ministers. Sorry, guys. During the French War of Religion, which broke out during the 16th century, which I didn't even know the Wars of Religion was a war. I need to learn more about stuff going on not in America. You know, I feel like we're not taught about a lot of stuff. No, I. Completely. I wish I knew Norman Rumals, but I don't. I do to an extent. I have to think about it for a second. <laughs> like, I can get my way through one, two, and three. Yeah. Maybe four. So, during the French War, the French Wars of Religion, which broke out during the 16th century, the chateau was made into his possession by Henry the fourth of france when henry became the king of france the chateau was given to charles ii of cosset and as a reward for his support so during the wars of religion the chateau de brissac is said to have been really badly damaged and the king gave his newly appointed duke some funds just to have it rebuilt and fixed up and everything. And then during the French Revolution, Charles' descendants ultimately just lost the chateau. It was ransacked and damaged during that whole chaotic period of the French Revolution. The chateau is said to have been abandoned for the next half century. And people still wanted to, like, fix it up afterwards? So, during the middle of the 19th century, the chateau was once again in the hands of the Duc de Brissac. And thousands and thousands of renovations were undertaken during this time to get it back up to speed because it was abandoned for that long. And then about a century and a half later... The chateau is still owned by the Dukes of Brissac and is the residence of the current 13th Duke, which I think is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. 
And the chateau may be visited by the public today. So you can go see it if you'd like. Oh, I would love it. We should plan a day to go see these castles in person. Just let's a day. Just, let's just travel the world and see all the spooky locations. Everywhere. Honestly. Yes. So, just a little background. I think the whole wars and abandonment of this place just already gives it a little bit of spooky. But now I'm going to get into the green lady, La Dame Verte, which Verte means green in French. I do remember that. <laughs> I took French in college for like three weeks. And wow. I said, this is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you did it in college. I did it in high school. And I was like, you know, after high school, I think I'm just going to be done with this because it was getting hard (laughs) yeah i don't blame you yeah okay so one of the most famous or infamous residents of the chateau is la dame vert or also known as the green lady who is the chateau's resident ghost the green lady is said to be the ghost of the woman by the name of charlotte de brise who was the daughter of King Charles VII and his mistress, Ooh. Angus Sorrel, I believe her name is pronounced, but if I'm mispronouncing, I apologize. But yes, the daughter of King Charles and his mistress. She was also the half-sister of King Louis the whatever x1 is all i know is that people back in the day could not come up with more names and they just had to keep putting numbers after (laughs) them one second the 11th that's 11 i knew i thought x the x number in roman numerals was 10 i just wanted to double check didn't want to tell you guys wrong information so 10, 11 of them. How many do you need? (laughs) Right? They all have the same name. (laughs) So, Charlotte was also the half-sister of King Louis XI. In 1462, a marriage was arranged between Charlotte and Jacques de Brise, a nobleman. It had been claimed that the marriage was politically motivated and that the two did not love each other at all. So they were kind of forced on this marriage. I thought that's how it was back in the day, though. Like, you just didn't get the option. I mean, I might be wrong, but continue. I don't know. (laughs) Additionally, it had been said that the two individuals definitely had different kinds of personality and characters. For instance, Jacques or Jacques is said to have enjoyed outdoor activities such as hunting while Charlotte was more inclined to a very sophisticated life. So she was like, ew, to him, and he was like, ew, to her. They did not get along. On May 31st, 1477, Jacques is said to have returned from his hunting trip, had dinner with his wife, and went into his room. It seems that 
the couple did not sleep in the same bed. And in the middle of the night, a servant woke up shocked to inform him that his wife was having an affair with a man of the name of Pierre de Laverne. Jacques caught his wife and her lover red-handed and, in a fit of rage, murdered the adulterous couple. Dun-dun-dun! Apparently, Jacques moved out of the chateau shortly after the murder as he could not stand the moaning of his late wife and her lover's ghost. I'm surprised that they were married for over 11 years and she didn't try that earlier. Yeah. Like, what? So, that is how that all transpired for the Green Lady. And the castle today, it is claimed that only the ghost of Charlotte remains in the chateau, as there are no reported sightings of Pierre's ghost, and everyone thinks that he perhaps moved on at some point. Um, However, Charlotte mainly stayed there, so that's probably why her ghost sticks there. And the Duke of the Chateau and their families are said to have grown accustomed to her presence, though it is claimed that guests have been frightened by her. Her favorite haunt is said to be the Tower Room of the Chapel, where she can be found in her green dress, hence the name the Green Lady. Additionally, it has been claimed that the ghost's face has holes in place of her nose and eyes. What? <laughs> that is the creepiest thing I just read. She, she's mad. Like, she is mad mad in the afterlife yet still. Like, she's just uh... not a happy camper. She has no eyeballs. And people said perhaps it is a reflection of what was done to her when she was murdered. Her moans are also said to be heard throughout the chateau in the early hours of the morning. She's mad. She is is creepy. That is creepy. (laughs) I mean, honey. We're not going there at night. (laughs) What? That's one that we don't go at night. (laughs) No. I don't even know if I would go to that one during the day. Like, I think she's actually very, very mad. Like, angry. She's like, I didn't want to marry this sucker, you know. I liked Pierre, and then all this bad stuff just started happening. Well, it's not like men weren't faithful back then. No man was faithful back then. And it's like, oh, a woman can't do it. It's like, that's hypocritical of you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, what a story about the lady, the green lady, but also very interesting history about the Chateau de Brissac. That was a good one. It is a very pretty castle, actually, on the outside. Um, If you Google photos of it, and even the inside, too. All castles, obviously, are beautiful. But, yeah, I feel like it'd be cool to see, but, you know, maybe just looking on it at Google is good enough. 
Yeah. <laughs> it is on my bucket list to go to a castle. But maybe not a haunted one or super haunted. <laughs> maybe we'll just tone down like the haunting level. We'll go to like <laughs> the 10th one out yeah. of the top 10. One that's not too scary. <laughs> nope. I couldn't do it. Would you be able to spend a night? Oh, no way. No way. As soon as like the sun would start to go down, I'd be halfway out of there. I'd be already in my car. I could see you unpacking. If we got there, I could see you say, okay, I got this. And then as soon as you hear noise, oh, yeah, I'd be like, I'm out. <laughs> Immediately, I'm out. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, so you know how I said I was going to stay with you? No, no, I'm not. I'm leaving. That actually. happens in my own house. Like, I hear something, I'm immediately in my car, like, ready to go. Like, I grab everything, <laughs> like, my phone, my keys. And I'm in my car, like, out, out the door already. I'm like, I'm ready to go. I'm getting out of here. I don't know what's in here. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's a reflex. <laughs> You're definitely, well, we know what Sophie would be if she had her her fight or flight. Yes. Flight, I'm running. <laughs> Gone. Goodbye. Yes. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed our Survived a Ghost Part 6, Across the Pond, and Castles. Today was like a big, big topics. Can't believe we matched both to Castles. That was crazy. I know. And we didn't even plan that. Like, I know. Great mind things alike, dude. Apparently. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. And if you guys have not yet... Don't forget to follow our Instagram and our Facebook. And email us. Or if you guys want us to send in story requests, if you guys want us to cover a case or anything, please let us know. Um, Yes, we would love to hear any stories that you guys have. Yes. And we hope everyone has a really fun and safe fourth of july weekend even if you don't celebrate fourth of july have a fun and safe weekend yes hope everyone can get out to do what they wanted um i know that the weather is not really cooperating the best for a lot of people especially in wisconsin right now it's yeah but anyways have a safe weekend and i hope you guys enjoyed part six yes And this has been Survived with Sophie and Lexi. Bye. See you next time. See ya.